Morning City Church, this is Meg Hayden, hoping to bring you a moment of sanity as you start your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. Back in the beginning of January, January 3rd to be exact, the lovely Val Catro and I had been texting back and forth throughout the day. A podcasting schedule, a video from my daughter Marnie to Val, other work stuff, and finally at the end of the day, Val sent me a video from John Green author of The Fault in Our Stars, just to name one of his books. John Green and his brother Hank have a vlog called The Vlog Brothers, and it's just what it sounds like, video blogs between brothers. At the start of the year, there was a lot going on, and this short little video interjected something that was needed, at least for me and Val. In this four-minute video, John Green talks about the new year and setting goals and how he always seems to set goals that take it up a notch or take it to 11, if you know Spinal Tap. And that sometimes we need those aspirational goals that stretch us and push us. But this year, John Green said that his goal for the year is to take it down a notch. He goes on to elaborate it in this way. That's the energy I want to bring to 2023. My work is important, but it's not that important. Am I getting short with people that I love? Take it down a notch. Am I defining myself entirely by my work or worrying that the way people see me is more important than the way that I am? Take it down a notch. And so, for us, this has become a theme for the past two months in the office, at least between me and Val. Take it down a notch. It's not an excuse to be lazy or to give up, but it's an invitation to humility to not take yourself too seriously, to essentially remember that God is God and I am not. Use it for yourself and see what you think. When I read the lectionary readings for today, I couldn't help but think about take it down a notch when I read the passage from Deuteronomy 6. This is what it says. And when the Lord your God brings you into the land that he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give you with great and good cities that you did not build and houses full of all good things that you did not fill and cisterns that you did not dig and vineyards and olive trees that you did not plant. And when you eat and are full, then take care lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. It is the Lord your God you shall fear. Him you shall serve, and by his name you shall swear. You shall not go after other gods, the gods of the peoples who are around you. This passage comes on the heels of the restatement of the Ten Commandments and the greatest commandment to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. But it's also mixed in with God's promising to continue to take care of his chosen people Israel. Did you hear how he tells them that he is going to bring them into the promised land? He says when, not if, showing that he will continue to be faithful. But he also is telling them to remember, to be aware, that when they come into all of the good things that God has promised, that they will need to take it down a notch. Here's what I mean. God knows that they are going to receive the promised land and promised blessings and try to take it up a notch, whether by proving that they're worthy of the gifts that they're being given, 
or by congratulating themselves in wrong ways, thinking that they've accomplished this deliverance on their own. God knows that they have a tendency to forget to remember who God is and what he's done. And so God makes it clear that they have not accomplished all of these things that they will receive, emphasizing that they are coming into a land that has been given to them into fullness that they did not fill up. God is asking them to live in humility. The passage goes on to urge the people to not serve the other gods around them. And I think we do well to heed this word too. In our lives that are often lived constantly taking it up a notch, we can sometimes inadvertently end up serving other things above the Lord, whether that be status, acceptance, money, comfort. Just pick your own idol. Like the Israelites, it's easy to feel like we are the masters of our domain or to feel like we are at the mercy of a cruel world with no mastery whatsoever. Simply put, we tend to swing between pride and helpless despair. But God's call to take it down a notch leads me to see that I am not the center of the universe. I'm not the primary playmaker or rainmaker in my life. This passage's take it down a notch tells me to get out of the way so that God can be God and I can be a grateful recipient of his grace and his promises. So friends, take it down a notch. God is on the throne. Stay well and do good.